0: The, volume. the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks and win 150 bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, get started now, sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast, presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody. Um, really. Really can't wait for the second part of our Nick Wright interview. He will give you the greatest story ever told. And it happened in a hotel room with Nick Wright in the last week. Oh, you don't want to miss it. So Gronk retired. We think sort of kind of absolutely. We're not sure. Even as agent Drew Rosenhaus said, if Tom Brady calls, he'll listen. I work with Gronk briefly at Fox. And generally, I have a pretty good idea of what people are like before they enter a building. Um, Gronk was surprisingly serious off air, incredibly candid. And one of the things that was so clear about Gronk off the air, I'm not sure I've ever met a professional athlete that had that kind of contagious personality. He is virtually impossible not to like. I could say that about three people maybe in my life. You put Gronk in a room, men, women, old, young, doesn't matter. Gronk is maybe the most likable professional athlete I've ever met. He's more serious than you think. He's more of a thinker than you think. And though I work with him briefly, fascinating guy from an incredible family. There's been five great tight ends in my life. Kellen Winslow, Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Gronk, and Travis Kelsey. Those are the five best tight ends in my life. Now, there's been a lot of good tight ends. Jimmy Graham had a few good years. Dave Casper for years with the Raiders. The late Aaron Hernandez was a matchup nightmare. But... You know, one of the interesting things about those tight ends, they all did things differently. Think about this with Gronk. Is every great football coach has a hole. Pete Carroll, it's offense. Belichick, it's drafting. There's an argument to be made that Gronk is the last great Great offensive player, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots have drafted. I mean, there's been a couple of linemen that have hit. There's been some nice running backs. I like Damian Harris. Nate Solder from Colorado, a first round tackle, was a good player, never great. James White, more of a receiving running back than a running running back, also very complimentary. Belichick's resume is clear. He was a bad drafter on currently the most important side of the ball. Gronk is the last great player Belichick drafted. Remember, he had some injuries, played at a basketball school, Arizona. That when you look back at Belichick, and I've made this argument before, is that the NFL has pivoted from a defensive league my entire childhood to an offensive league in the last six to seven years. Rules, can't hit anybody. Is that now that Belichick is struggling without Brady, and now that Belichick clearly struggled the last 10 years of drafting, isn't there an argument to be made That if Andy Reid coaches for six more years, maybe seven, and wins two Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes, that there will not be this gap of Belichick is the greatest coach ever and Andy Reid's in this pool of eight to ten other guys. That because of rule changes, we will look at Andy Reid, his last ten years of being superior to Belichick's last ten If he stays around for a half decade more, sometimes you're as good of what a sport allows. And I think you look at Brady's departure and the inability for New England to draft offensive skill people. Look it up. Think about how long Gronk has played. Is he the last great offensive skill player drafted by the Patriots? Great. Not good. Great. I think he is. All right, let's get to part two of Nick Wright. We did an interview with him. It went like 55 minutes. We decided to turn it into a two-parter. I think you're going to love this part. This is my favorite part of the interview. And we start with something Nick Wright has been very right about for as long as I've known him. You know, it's funny. You have always been... Uh, from the very beginning, let's do a Nick Wright was right. You have been very much the critic of the Danny Ainge draft and develop hoard picks um, it, uh, theory on basketball. And like you, I do believe if Chris Middleton was healthy, Celtics don't get to the finals. I absolutely believe that to be true. Of course. Um,
1: I mean, they 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 – they, they were this close to losing in six to them without Chris Middleton. So, yeah, I think Chris Middleton's worth, you know, a few points in a couple of games. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So it's interesting. I tend to believe great teams represent their city. All great Detroit teams are bad boys, are tough guys. It's a blue collar, hands on automotive city. All L.A. teams have flash. USC was sure. Reggie Bush and Linert, the Rams. That's just the way football Dodgers is. Dodgers got 10 stars. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting about Boston. It's an academic hub. Um, New England was always thought as the smartest team. They didn't like to do acquisitions. They do their own thing. Um, uh, the Red Sox, very early adapters to yep. analytics. Yep. And I, and I do think the Celtics, um, it just goes against, They tried it with Kyrie and it failed. It goes against their DNA to make splashy moves. And I think they're going to hold on to this group. And I think they're going to stay with this group. And I don't think they're going to win a championship with this group. I really believe that. Well,
1: listen, here's the thing. I want to be fair to them because they were two games away from winning the title. And, you know, this is what is so great about NBA history. So I'm doing, if I can do a plug for my podcast for a moment, there'll be a reason for this. Uh, As you know, I'm doing a countdown of the 50 greatest players of the last 50 years. And one of the guys who I think gets a total short end of the stick because people act like the ABA stuff doesn't count is Dr. J. So I had Dr. J at number 11 on the 50 greatest players of the last 50 years. And he was number 10 literally a week and a half ago, but then Steph jumped him uh, with winning the title. So in 1980, what was the year? 1981, Dr. J was up 3-1 on the Boston Celtics, right? They lose the final three games. Dr. J is sensational in the final three. They lose those final three games by game five, two points, game six, one point, game seven, two points. So they lose. The final three games, by a total of five points, the Celtics go on to win the title against a uh, not-that-great Rockets team. That was Priya King. So this, when I say sliding doors moment, Dr. J is that close to having, what was it, three rings in the ABA, two MVPs in the ABA, and then also two more rings in the NBA, and more importantly, Larry Bird is that close to only having two titles. And what is like Larry Bird if he only has two titles? He's, I don't know. I don't know what he is. I know this when people are trying to find someone to kick out of the top 10 to put Steph in, Larry Bird might be up on that list because he didn't play all that long. You know, so there's, it was, we're literally talking about one made bucket by Tiny Archibald is like the difference. Okay. So here's why I say that. Looking forward, I agree with you. The Celtics could be in a really rough spot because Giannis is going nowhere. The Nets, I don't believe in them in their present iteration, but they'll never be as uh, have a year from as bad as this one. And Durant, right now the Durant stock is actually a little too low. Like maybe at one point it was trading a touch too high, but now it is trading way too low. Kevin Durant is still one of the at-worst four best players in the league. I know yeah. it became very trendy to be like, well, how can you argue Durant's better than Jason Tatum when Tatum, listen, Tatum outplayed him for a week. Durant outplayed him for a decade. And I've right. seen Durant's a lot older Dur- with respect, Jason Tatum, who I did put in club superstar. and I give love to Kevin Durant's better. Like yeah. let's, let's pump our brakes there. Um, so I do think if you're those Celtics, you might look and say, God dog it, man game four ahead in the fourth quarter and we just can't track down steph curry you go up three one they i think i know they did end up losing three straight games in the fight if they're up three one they're winning the title they would have won the title and it was like six steph curry possessions and it flipped the whole series and that's by the way why steph is one of the greatest you know what I mean? The thing I said about Dr. J. Larry Bird, that is why Larry Bird's one of the greatest. I'm not taking anything away from these guys, but it is, they are going to be hard-pressed to find a better path because Horford was very important. He's getting old, right? I, I don't know that Mark, Marcus Smart's young, but I don't know if he'll have a better year than the That's one right. he just had. Go ahead. Robert Williams uh, has a
0: knee that has been The Robert chronic.
1: Williams thing is concerning. Because he is awesome, Robert. One of the things I give Celtics fans credit on is they they were early on Robert Williams and they believed in him in a way I didn't. You know, my son who I do the podcast was Celtics fan and he has been talking about Robert Williams before the playoffs started. I'm like, man, stop it, because he was when Robert Williams got hurt, he was like, oh, that kills the Celtics. And I I will give you know I, I I'll admit it if I missed it, I was like, dude. If you're that reliant on Robert Williams, you weren't winning the title anyway. Well, Robert Williams was excellent, but the knee concerns you, and so then it with with the Celtics, it does come down to this: Can Jason Tatum get another step better? And that's the hardest step, man. The hardest step is not star to like it's The hardest step is not getting from where, trying to think of the right example, even though they're very different players, the hardest step is not getting from where Donovan Mitchell is to where Paul George is, or from where Trey Young is to where Jason Tatum is. The hardest step is getting from where John Morant and Jason Tatum are and Devin Booker might be to where Durant and Giannis and LeBron and Steph. That's the hardest step. And if you're don't if you're not that, you can win the title, but you just need everything else to fall right. Yeah. You need everything else to break just perfectly for you. Cause I would argue Kawhi Leonard is was not that. Kawhi was not LeBron, Durant, those guys. So how did he win the title as the man? Everything broke perfectly. All the Warriors got hurt. They win in six. You know what I mean? That's how it happened. Like, you yeah. can win the title that way, but it's really hard. Really hard.
0: Yeah. Step up to the T. Take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now. Right now, new customers can bet the Tour with the no sweat first bet. What's it mean? If you don't win? You get up to a thousand bucks back in free bets. Not kidding. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Number one, sportsbook app in America. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up, promo code Colin. Get you started with their no-sweat first bet, up to a thousand bucks. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour, promo code Colin C-O-L-I-N. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-NY 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline one tennessee Visit one 80 in West Virginia. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. Jason Tatum's a poor ball handler, and at this point in his career, you can get better at that. But the great advantage to LeBron and Steph, great ball handlers, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant was a really good ball handler, is that you can beat people off the dribble. And Durant if you don't, too. yeah, and Durant, Durant, too. you can yep, beat ahead. people off the dribble. If you can't, you back it up and you go at him again. LeBron will back up, Steph will back up, Tatum None knows of the he's Celtics
1: not, Can dribble. That's right. Jalen Brown truly can't dribble. It's That's like right. shocking. Meanwhile, the Warriors got one dude who can't dribble, Clay, and so he's just like, "I won't do it." Clay just like, just is like, "Man, so, I'm gonna shoot these shots. Like y'all can kiss my ass. I'm gonna shoot these shots. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing else." Um, it's unbelievable. None of the Celtics can handle the ball. No. None of them can dribble. I they need to get the hot sauce from the N1 mixtape tour to do a camp.
0: When you can't, when you're not an elite ball handler. Once you try to break a guy down and you don't, you pick your dribble up. Tatum picks his dribble up. Brown picks his dribble up. Or you continue it, veer off in an odd way, and don't get a great shot. Jalen Brown gets into some of those weird shots toward the basket. So I until he pr- improves his ball handling, he's just a wildly versatile, talented wing.
1: Here's the thing. A lot of guys struggle in their first finals. A lot of guys do. So I believe Jason Tatum will be better for this experience. Now, I talked to, I don't want to say who I talked to because I don't know if this is public or private, but one of the 20 greatest players ever called me after game six to talk about my NBA list. And I just said kind of in passing, I was like, well, this could be this could be good for Tatum. And what he said is he goes, yeah, he's like, or it could break him. And I was like, oh, and he said, he said, Nick, these games are on TV. Whole country's watching, whole lot of pressure. And then you got to think about it all summer. He's like, I'm not saying it will. He goes, you're right that it might be what spurs him to take that next step. He is young and he has shown how good he can be. Or it can be something that emotionally takes him years to get over. But the other thing is, even if it's option A, he gets better because of it. He might not get a chance to redeem himself on the final stage because I want to be very unequivocally clear about this. I think Giannis is a meteor. I think Giannis the I I I think it, it is what Giannis is going to do in the Eastern Conference. Is going to be similar to what LeBron did. Now nobody's going to go to eight straight like LeBron did because nobody's LeBron. But could Giannis go to five of the next seven? Absolutely, he could. There's no. I'm not saying win five of the next seven rings. Maybe he could. But could he? Could Giannis be in five of the next seven finals? Of course he could. Yeah. So then, if you're in the East, you're Durant. If you're Embiid. If you're Tatum you're it Trey young, you know, I know people, uh, anyone in my, you, you, do you have two final two chances to make the finals in the next two presidential terms? Maybe like that's a real possibility. So that's the, that's the other tough part for Boston. You got past Milwaukee this year, the year you get past Milwaukee, you got to cash it in and they were real close.
0: Yep. And that's kind of my feeling on it. And it goes against their sort of DNA to make a big splashy acquisition. They did with Kyrie. And it just imploded. And it it just did. and, and it's, they
1: did it. They did it with Gordon Hayward, and they got incredibly unlucky. Dude shatters his leg in his first game with the team. That's just bad luck. But you know, I love saying this, and people laugh at me for it, but it is accurate. You have won one title since the fall of the Berlin Wall. It, the damn Raptors have won the same amount. I know the Pistons have won three. The teams we don't, you know, the Miami Heat have won three. The Rockets have won two. The teams we don't consider, the Dallas Mavericks have won one. (laughs) Teams we don't consider, like legendary franchises, have done the same as you or more than you since, you know, I've been, since I've gotten my measles, mumps, and rubella vaccines. Like, I mean, we're talking since my, I'm 37 years old. What's your earliest memory when you're like four? So in my cognitive life, the Boston Celtics, you know what? I got a better way to put it. In my lifetime, I was born in 1984, so I want to make sure you get this right. Yep. In my lifetime, the Boston Celtics have won as many world championships as the Kansas City Royals. That doesn't seem great. (laughs) (laughs) it isn't they both won in 85 do i have this right i think i have this right yeah i do have it right the celtics won in 80 82 and 85 and then so the celtics won in 85 and with kg the royals won in 85 and in 2015 in my lifetime the celtics and the royals have the same number of championships holy shit i just figured that in real time that makes me so happy i can't (laughs) wait to say that all the time to boston fans they're like oh yeah titletown you guys are great just like the royals yeah, another, another great <laughs> franchise, just historically amazing. Oh, that's no, delightful.
0: By the way, and people say it's hard to win your first finals. Let me tell you, it's even harder the second time you're there and you are seen as failures and getting tight. You know, it's funny. I said my proudest prediction of the finals. I said the Celtics, because they're so tight have a chance to outplay the Warriors in five games and yet lose in six. And there are arguments to be made. That's
1: exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. Also, hold on. So I want to respond to that. I also want to fix what I said because I think you guys might put it on social. What I said is exactly right. I was born in 1984. The Celtics and the Royals have the same number of titles. The Celtics won their title in '86. So the Celtics won in 86 and with KG, the Royals won in 85 and in 2015. I don't want to get that wrong. Folks will be like, oh, Nick, 85. 85 was Lakers, 86 Celtics. Now, to your point, and this is why I'm so angry with myself for flipping my pick, because when I picked the Warriors, God dog, and I'm pissed that I did this, but I really thought and it cost me money, too, because I bet it. But whatever. I went on television and this was my analysis. I said I'm picking Golden State for two reasons. The first reason is I believe Steph Curry might average 35 a game in these finals and finally have a start-to-finish brilliant finals. I'm a best player in the series guy. He is clearly the best player, so I like that. That was my first reasoning for picking the Warriors. My second reasoning was I said – this was on the Monday morning after the Celtics heat game seven. I said on the air, I said three times this morning, I've gone back and watched the final three and a half minutes of game seven for the Celtics against Miami. They're up 13 points with three and a half minutes left against a team that is dead, dead on offense. And they came within two inches of the most crushing choke job in nba history blowing a three point a 13 point lead in three and a half minutes against a team that has no offense which is that close however short jimmy butler shot was and i said some of these finals games are going to be in the balance in the fourth quarter and i do not trust boston's execution i nailed it and then i changed my goddamn mind like an idiot but that is what happened they just didn't, and that is where when people were bring up finals experience, that is where it matters. It absolutely matters that they, for the Golden State Warriors, aside from Wiggins and Poole, none of their key guys played in a game in these finals that was the biggest game of their life. For the Celtics, every single player on the roster. Each game was the biggest game of their life, including their veteran, Al Horford, because he's never been to the finals. So that's a and for the rookie head coach. Every single guy there, each game was the biggest game of their life. For the Warriors, for Wiggins and Poole, they were the biggest games of their life. For nobody else, fucking Kavon Looney has three rings. Put some respect <laughs> on his name. <laughs>
0: It's funny. He's he may be the one guy they let go. He is a hell of a rebounder, but with Wiseman coming in, you know they they don't want to pay bigs. Like they just that's not their. Here's thing.
1: A, I was told by a GM, and he's right. I was asking a GM about Gobert versus Mitchell, and he was like, "Listen, because this guy is not high on Donovan. He knows I'm not high on Rudy. He was like, I think you can make the case. Donovan certainly in the I'm sorry, Rudy certainly in the regular season." Has more impact on winning. He's like, however, he goes, In our league, you just can't pay a center max money unless it's Embiid, Jokic, what Anthony Davis was, you know, unless it's one of those guys because you can get 80% of the production of the next best centers for basically the league minimum for nothing. He's like, so you so this is on the Looney point. I don't think the Warriors are gonna pay Looney because they'll let someone else pay Looney and they'll believe we can we can find, develop, sign a Kavan Looney. We like we can get those we can get that somewhere to some effect. And I think that's right at the center position in the league, unless you're Jokic or Embiid. Because I don't know that AD, I mean, AD won't even play center. I don't think there's a center in basketball. And that's going to be, by the way, I know it's not a topic. That's why I'd be hesitant to pay DeAndre Ayton. Do you want to pay DeAndre Ayton $35 million No. Or get 80% of DeAndre Ayton for 15% of the salary? You know what I mean? And yeah. by the way, that's the exact argument I'm going to make one day when I do a whole Machiavellian coup against you. At the yeah. television network, I'm gonna like <laughs> you can get 80% of cowherd for 10% of the salary. You gotta do it. FS1. <laughs> you just gotta do it. That's what that's gonna be my pitch.
0: You won't have to push too hard. I'll probably just fall <laughs> off the cliff anyway.
1: Let's yeah, leave. Just out of there. Uh and, and now I'm doing the math. 10%. Maybe I'm selling myself short. 40% of the salary. I'll give you 80% of Colin for 40% <laughs> of the salary and be very happy.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm only I'm only 80% of me five years ago. I just, the salary is 140% of what I used to All make. All
1: right. So. Okay. So you're 80% of you five years ago. So let me do the math there. I'm giving you 64% of, of <laughs> 2017 Colin Coward. And I want 45% of 2017 Colin Coward's paycheck. Get, get Nick Conn on it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. He's got, he's got WWE issues. To deal oh, he's with right got now. a lot
1: of stuff to deal with. Sorry, Nick. My bad, buddy. (laughs) He's
0: He's got a lot of stuff going on. This week's gold medal performance goes to the new NBA champs. The Warriors parade was quite the scene as they celebrate their fourth title in the last eight years. This one feels like it means more to Steph, Clay, and Draymond. It's the validation they wanted after never getting credit for winning with Kevin Durant. Most dynasties end because of egos, complacency, and money. But Golden State doesn't have any of those issues. But Golden State doesn't have any of those issues. This Warriors run to me is not over. The stock market has been plummeting. Many economists are predicting this is just the beginning, which could mean tremendous losses in your portfolio. Historically, there's been one answer to this. Gold. In the 2008 crash, when the market dipped, gold went up. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you. So call Legacy Precious Metals today. The number? 866-674-HERD. 866-674-HERD. Seven four R D, or download their comprehensive gold guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. dot Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com slash Colin. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Oh, God. Do you think your audience can tell
1: that's listening that I've had a couple coronas during the podcast? That are just you and me just hanging out, drinking, or I'm, you know, listen, I've had. Oh, can I tell you what I did last night? Sure. Oh, I'm so excited to tell you because I know we're going late. So my wife asked me, because you like my the poker part of my life. Yeah. You like this part of it. So my wife asked me, Father's Day morning, what do you want to do? Because like you mentioned, my wife owns that boutique. And so Father's Day is a big day and it was Juneteenth and we're in Harlem. So it's a big business day. There's parades. There's a lot of people coming. So she was only going to be able to be with me in the morning. And I was like, all right, I'm going to tell you what I really do want to do. I was like, at 6 p.m., there is a World Series of Poker online huge event that is only you're only allowed to play in it if you are physically located in Nevada or, oddly enough, New Jersey. I don't need some. You know, the United States gambling laws are weird. Those are the rules. I was like, it's a thousand bucks to enter. Uh, It's a circuit event. So if you win it, you get a ring. It goes on your Hinden Mob profile. Like it's an official big time poker event. I was like, so what do I want to do? I was like, I want to take our daughters to a nice hotel in Jersey. Let them swim and get room service and hang out. And me plug in my computer to the internet and play in this tournament. She was like, how long would the tournament last? I was like, well, I mean, if I if I were to win it, you know, probably about 12 hours. She was like, so you'd be up till if you were to win it, it'd be from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. I'm like, yeah. I was like, now I can't tell you I'm going to win it. There's going to be, you know, hundreds of people in this. There are a lot of them professional poker players. Uh, she was like, what would you do for the show? I was like, I'll drive back home in the morning. I was like, I'll bring my suit with me just in case. Like, and I don't know what I would have told FS1. Like, I internet went out. Gotta do it via Skype. I'm not sure. But I was like, I want to do this. She's like, do it. So I took my daughters, went to this hotel in Jersey, get there around four, check in, get set up. They go down to the pool. I log into the tournament. It's Pot Limit Omaha. If people want to check it, check out the so they know I'm not lying. It's a, the the $1,000 to enter Pot Limit Omaha circuit event from Sunday, from Father's Day. Play. And by the way, it's unlimited rebuys for the first four hours. So that means if you get knocked out, if you want to pay another thousand, you can get back in. Get knocked out, you can come back in. So there's only so I, though, I'm like, man, I'm going to fire one bullet and I'm going to go as deep as I can. Girls get back from the pool. It's eight o'clock. Daddy, you're still playing? Yeah. Let's order room service. Ten o'clock. Daddy, you're still playing? I am. Turn on a movie. My older daughter who's 17, wakes up two in the morning. Daddy, you're still playing? I didn't say this to her. You're goddamn right I am. Down to 25 people. Still playing. Colin at four this morning, we were down to the final six people, and your old buddy Nick Wright's still in there. And your old buddy Nick Wright put a sick bluff on a guy to get a nice little chip stack. And then with three people left, I had the least amount of chips. Now we're at three people. First place is 30,000. Second place is 18,000. Third place is 13,000 bucks. I've paid $1,000 to get in this, and I have this beautiful ring awaiting me. I'm like, I'm going to win this fucking event, and I better win it quickly because i got to get on television in a few hours. And then because it's pot and Omaha, a couple things went sideways. I actually very briefly had the chip lead and then lost a cooler hand. I don't need to tell a bad beat story. Moral of the story is I finished in third place, which I was thrilled with. I would have loved to win it, but a third place finish against these pros in a game that's not even my specialty. It's not like I'm a pot and Omaha specialist. But I've really been studying that game because I wanted to play in these types of events. And it was 430 in the morning. So I tell my 17-year-old, I'm like, hey, you and your sister, you guys sleep. I'll come back and get you at 10. I drove home, did the TV show, drove back, got them, came back home, did the podcast. It was noon. It's like, I haven't slept since Saturday. (laughs) I did the TV show, I did the podcast, I had a great Father's Day brunch, we went to a bookstore, we got cookies, I drove to Jersey, played in a poker tournament, did a TV show, did a podcast, and I was like, oh boy, I got to go sleep. And Danielle said, are you just going to sleep till tomorrow? I was like, no, I got cowards podcast in like six hours. (laughs) So that was my day. That was a great moment for me though. I'm so proud of myself, Colin. I was playing against some of the best of this game in the world, and I I downloaded the hand history. I I made I made. There's one hand I'll never know because they don't show it. I might have made a bad fold, but I played really well. I played really well for 12 hours straight, just decision after decision. For most of your audience, they don't care about this stuff. For me, this is like this is. You know, I I always kind of wanted to be an athlete. Obviously, didn't have the ability to do it. This is my version of it, like competing against the best in the world for real stakes and seeing how you can do it. And I'll take the third place. I would have loved to win the thing, but I'll take third place finish. Well, so that for was you,
0: poker is for you what building a small company is for me—a total high.
1: Correct. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Um, since you know, yeah, it me. is. Uh, yeah. Since i yes, the, the these are. It's almost like, I don't want to say this, like we broadcast to, you and I deeply love broadcasting. I don't think we would be us without that. But I also think there is an element of, and then we can stop because I'm going to sound dumb. You have mastered our thing. I haven't mastered it, certainly on television. I was close to mastering it on radio. There was a period of time where, and I've said this to you, I say it, and maybe I've said it on the pod, I don't think, but I'll say it on the pod. There was a period of time where I was the, I. nobody can tell me any differently. I believe I was the second best sports talk radio host in the country to you. I do believe that there was a period of time. And if I, listen, Dan Patrick's amazing. There's a lot of levitards amazing. If I'm not, if I wasn't, I was on the short list. People just didn't know me, but I was great. And I'm getting there in television. I'm, I'm improving. But once you, so once you've gotten really, really good at something, there is an excitement to doing something you're not truly great at yet, where there's going to be mistakes, where it's going to be like, Oh, I fucked that up. I learned from this. Th- there is some real excitement to that. And for you, it's the business thing because you do a lot of business stuff. And obviously you're building the volume, which is a huge endeavor. And for me, it is, it's not just poker, but it's learning different variations of different games and trying to like, because it's all your brain. It's just all trying to figure it out. And so, yeah, I love it. I really, truly love it. And so that's how I spent, you know, the latter half of my father's day and it couldn't have been better. So I was thrilled.
0: I think we're going to turn this into a two-parter from the Celtics theory on. It's our second part. It's too it. good for one. It's too good for one. It's seriously, it's too good for one. Nick Wright, you know who he is. Follow his shit. I just had a blast.
1: I love it. And, and volume listeners, I would like you to do a couple things. One is, I would like you to little, you know, cross pollinate. If you're a podcast listener, subscribe to what's the What's Right podcast. Here's the thing. I think you'll like it. Here's the other secret thing. If you subscribe to it, you don't actually have to listen to it. Just click subscribe. You know, it's all the same <laughs> to me. I'd like you to listen to it. You don't have to. If you're a YouTube viewer, subscribe to my page as well. But also if you're on social media, tweet to old Draymond, say, Hey, Nick Wright wants to come on your show. I think it would be fun. I think I'm, I'm working on, you know, the only guest I've ever had on what's right is Lil Wayne. So it's going to be hard. Like, who's going to be our second guest? Right. I would love to have Draymond, but I'll go to home his turf. He can have home field advantage, and we can talk about some stuff. So that'd be great. Colin, you know I love you. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you for working around my schedule. I appreciate you, and we'll do it again soon. All right, buddy. See ya.
0: Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at proplansport.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just 49.99. Get admission parking and all-day drinks for one low price but you better hurry because this bundle won't last long save now at cedarpoint.com I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature he's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids you know he likes to keep his style cool and casual